0: Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Shreyas, And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour! Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 16 of Amateur Hour. Boy, oh boy, is it good to be here. Besides the allergies that are clanging at my nose,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> same, <laughs> literally same.
0: It's something about it turning April, and everything just gets
1: stuffy. <laughs> it's consumed my life.
0: Yeah, it's like it finally warms up. <laughs> We're finally ready to break out of our chrysalis for the winter, and yeah, we get greeted by a lot of pollen.
1: Not fun. If only I could fly the way pollen does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> imagine if you could fly.
1: Ima- imagine, like, where would you go if you wanted to fly?
0: I would, uh, I would just go, I would go short at first. Cause I feel like flying would be just like any other skill. You know, you can't, you're not going to do it great right away. I mean, right. imagine landing too, you know, like how would, how would oh, a person good. do that?
1: Interesting, would, interesting question. Interesting question. Would you rather be able to run really fast or fly, maybe like a hundred feet at a time.
0: Oh, but I could run really fast for so as
1: like long as I had would, stamina for it. Like yeah, yeah. So you could like you could have like super speed, or you'd be able to fly for like short distances—not a hundred feet, but like maybe. Yeah, maybe I was gonna like say if I could
0: just—that's ju- like a big jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just jump okay. a football field. All
1: right, say say like a say like a mile or two at a time.
0: Okay, if I could fly for, a mile. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick the speed. Simply because growing up, some of my favorite superheroes were the ones that could run really, really fast i right. e quicksilver, i e the flash. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the speed. What about you?
1: i think I think I would go flight just because even if I could only do short distances, at least you could be like, but I could fly <laughs> but what do you what are you doing on the ground? your your new
0: song is trash you're like oh okay but uh i can fly so (laughs) your opinion is irrelevant
1: it's like you just like i just form a new elite state I form a new elitist state
0: you could roast i mean i feel like that would if you're trying to roast somebody that would really rub it in if you just roast somebody you're like uh you know you're bad and then you just literally fly away? Like, what are yeah, they going to say to that?
1: You're like, yeah, but can you do this? And then you, like, put the deuces up and you just <laughs> you just <laughs> fla- w- flap away with your arms.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that was my original question is, is if you're flying, are you f- literally flapping your wings? Do you just sort of, like, levitate? Are you doing, like, a Superman-type mm-hmm. bit? I would say I think, not if, flap it.
1: I think if, I think, because, like, planes don't flap, but they fly. But birds flap and they fly.
0: Well, right. I don't know
1: what flight. Flight probably just means aerial, some sort of aerial motion. So,
0: would you still fly if it was something like you had to like wiggle your toes to fly? Like, would that still be?
1: Would that still be like appealing to me? Yeah. Nah, I think I think I think I'd have to do something cool, like just put my arms out like a plane wing, and I just like just just start levitating and moving. Yeah, because if I'm doing something where it just doesn't look cool on the way up. And there's no point in doing it, right? The whole point is so you can then like, you've roasted yourself, right? Right, and you're then trying... you're, like, <laughs> you're like, you're Very like, you're cool. like, see you, goobers, later. And then I'm like, I'm like flicking myself to fly, like, no, it's just like, it's not gonna look as cool,
0: right? Then there would be, right? And then the appeal of flying is suddenly lost, and right. they just don't get right. And then you get roasted for flicking yourself,
1: right? <laughs> look at me, I'm,
0: Sh- I'm Shreyas. <laughs> <laughs> Why you yourself,
1: Shreyas. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself?
0: I mean, just imagine if we had superpowers, though, like, really, mm. that would be that would no, change.
1: I would, I would change, change the everyone. game, but I wouldn't want everyone to have superpower Cause then we just all be the same. Like yeah. I would be, I would want to be, cause remember that episode of SpongeBob where they're the only ones that are invisible. Yes. And no one else can see them. Right. Yes. Like it one, I'd want to be, I want to be like that. Okay. I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take my clothes off like they did in that episode, but I want to be invisible where no one else is also in the same invisible state.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, if everybody was in yeah. Okay. Would you, <laughs> <laughs> one superpower actually, I would not like. I would not like reading minds. I don't want to know. I don't
1: want to know either.
0: Yeah. Cause then that, I'm sensitive. I'm really, really sensitive. Like I take everything that, like, even like a slight comment when somebody comments negatively on my YouTube video, I'm like,
1: <clears throat>
0: somebody was like, this is over edited. I'm like,
1: <clears throat> <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> no, not that bad. But imagine if you could see inside somebody's mind when you had a conversation with them. Like, people just think Mm. things and they don't really say them or give any thought. Right. (laughs) Don't give thought to them. But, you know, like, I wouldn't want to know if you think that my hair looks bad today. You know?
1: Right. Right. I'd want to know. So, I wouldn't want to know what's exactly someone's thinking. But I'd want to know. Like, I'd want to, like, be able to read people. Not, like, read their minds, but, like.
0: Read their expression and intention. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like like if I could, if I could, you know, check a hater from a, from a a block away, like, oh, that's a guy that I don't want to be messing with. Or I don't want to.
0: Or somebody who's fake. Yeah. Or someone that's
1: lame. Right. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. That guy's just too, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't care about that energy (laughs) right there. I don't, I feel like you want to, you want to feel their energy, their vibe. Like, yeah, I'd want to do that. Like, that would be more useful to me than understanding, like, basically someone's tweet in their head. (laughs)
0: You're you just know, look at them. And you're like, "That's not funny." Yeah. Stop thinking that. You're like what?
1: Dislike button. Yeah.
0: I don't think I look like a llama. Okay. <laughs> well, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. You were thinking that. <laughs> you were thinking. Okay, it. leave me alone. No, but that actually that that that's actually a good power right there to understand somebody's energy and their vibe. And actually, even if they were lying, that would be. Ooh. I would like lie. to know if An they were. An
1: internal lie detector. ma,, <laughs> ma, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly honestly that would be pretty cool cap detected <laughs> cap detected yeah, it, just, it just comes up in your eyes in red like in your in your pupils like almost because... like like night vision It just like it, everything is green and it's just like blinking cap detected
0: no baby i do love you <laughs> <laughs>
1: cap detected <laughs> she loves lisa from the corner store <laughs>
0: You know what? <laughs> Go up, but again, like that would be—that's a blessing and a curse because then when you realize that, I feel like it would be very hard to have a meaningful relationship with people because sometimes you can lie for a good reason, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, white lies. You know, white lies. Realize. Yeah.
0: But ones that like aren't.
1: Yeah, but, but, like but ones you know that, what I'm talking about. There are
0: her her examples her, of good lies.
1: Hurt other people. You you want to know if someone was doing that versus like. Lying because you're not ready to expose a certain information, like good piece of information or. Yeah. You know, like yeah. What did you like, get me
0: for? Yeah. What's my birthday gift? And you're yeah. like, I don't know. Obviously, you know, cause you have the receipt. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're not going to tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing we don't have to worry about this. Cause we don't have superpowers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now going over to the world of sports and the weekly highs the weekly highs i'm gonna kick it off i'm gonna start oh. it off so this week in the world of sports we have uh two key players in the nba coming back from injury which we talk about injuries a fair amount on this show and it's always great to see anthony MFing davis is returning from his injury he played with the lakers although they did lose their first two games in his return to the dallas mavericks because Luka Doncic is god he's still back and that's good to see the other player that has returned is Kevin Durant, which is one of my all-time favorites. I just love how he plays the game of basketball. People may not like him as a person; they may not like him because of his career moves. That's fine. You can't deny that he's a friggin' baller,
1: right? Generational talent. Both of them, honestly. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Talent.
0: Anthony Davis is the forward version of basketball Jesus. <laughs> uh, he just—it's like what when he's feeling good and when he's in his you know groove, fully healthy and in. Feeling himself? I mean, what can't he do?
1: Yeah, and he had a little bit of a scare yesterday. He got kicked in the calf that had been hurting, but he looks like he's good to go. His first game, I think he played 15 minutes, and then he got immediately ramped up the next game to 25. So that's something where you're like, ooh, like 10 minutes is no joke when you're ramping up somebody's injury, like just their gameplay after coming back from rehab and stuff. So it looks like he's on his way to to being that 35-minute-a-game player very, very soon. So that's good to see.
0: And now they're just waiting for LeBron to come back before they make that playoff push. Mm. I mean, they're still, like you said last week, it doesn't matter right now if the Lakers are 1 or if they're 10. Yeah. When you get LeBron back with all the assets that he has on that team, I mean, sheesh. I, uh, yeah. Actually, I've been impressed with Dennis Schroeder, too. He's been playing very well.
1: Yeah, and he's playing, I'm pretty sure he's playing on a like a bad foot. Like he's been, oh is
0: he? I did not know yeah, about that.
1: Like he's been he's been on a he's been on the injury report like almost every game as probable because of his foot injury. I think he had like a foot infection or something. And he's been Ooh. playing on it every game. And he's had some incredible games too. He had like a 25 point double double. He's you know, he's really just kept he's kept his minutes the same. Like there's been no dip. So, you know, props to him for gutting through it, especially with the injuries, because they probably wouldn't be where they are without him right now.
0: That is A straight up fact. Yes. Now, my personal high is, I'm very excited to talk about this one. So I'm going to tease a little bit. We have a very special guest that is going to be coming onto our show, most likely this coming week. Now, I know that we're the amateur hour, but this person may or may not have played professional football in the highest league in the country, the NFL they may or may not have played for the Seattle Seahawks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just super excited. I'm really excited that somebody who, was, who played in the NFL is going to come talk to me and Shreyas. I mean, that that's huge. I'm cheesing like a schoolgirl right now, but I'm, I'm excited for that conversation. We already, we already get questions lined up. Like, there's so much I want to ask and know. So, yeah, it's, it's next week. Just keep your eyes peeled because we're uh, amateur hour is becoming not so amateur.
1: Yeah, i'm excited too i think uh it'll be a great opportunity to to kind of get a professional perspective for some amateurs around here so
0: that's exactly what i'm thinking you know because we have no idea not even a semblance i mean i never did you ever play football growing up organized
1: oh are you talking about madden yes football no
0: (laughs) Well, listen here, sir. I know a lot about the NFL because I play Madden and I open up packs every single week. My team is one of the top rated 99 overall, okay? So I don't want to hear any, any crap from you guys because I understand everything. I know the ins and outs of the game. Yeah. With a professional <laughs> perspective, that's a good, that's a great way to put it. So get hyped with us. I'm, I'm freaking excited. So we're going to be teasing that a little bit more um, as the days go on. Yeah. Super exciting. Okay. Shreyas, turn it down. Go to the lows. <laughs> the lows.
1: Yeah, so for my personal low, I wanted to start off with that. On Monday, I was I I just slept in the wrong in the wrong spot, I guess, and I was on my arm all night. It
0: was just like my
1: arm was underneath me for the whole night. And then I woke up and I was like, Oh, my shoulder's really sore. I don't know what happened. And then that short shoulder lasted the whole week. And I was like, I could not, I could not, every time I was like, went to grab something, I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. So I need to like, I need to like remember the position in which I'm sleeping so that I'm not, (laughs) I'm not waking up with like a broken bone the next day or like. Was it like like rolled
0: in? Like you were sleeping on your side and it just rolled in too far?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, uh, yeah. And then my
1: shoulder was like, yeah, my shoulder, it felt like I'd just gotten the vaccine or something. I was like, oh man. Like I didn't why is my arm? But
0: I still have COVID.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that was my my personal low. For sports, I have a a two part low. And the first one is I wanted to say, you know, rest in peace to Terrence Clark. He uh he died in a in a in an accident this past week. Super sad, super young. yeah, yes, super sir. young, lots of potential. McDonald's All-American. He went to Kentucky, got injured during the season, but it just looked like he had the right athleticism to, to make it as a, as a player in this league, and things were looking up. You right. know, prayers, prayers to the family, prayers to everyone that knew him, know of him. Uh, rest in peace to, to Terrence Clark. That's first and foremost. My second sports low was um, watching... The UFC 261 last night, and one, of, one of, Yeah, one of the fights, Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall, and Chris Weidman in a in a very freak accident. Twenty three seconds into the fight, kicks Uriah Hall in the front front foot of his you know stance in the shin. So it was basically shin on shin contact, and his leg just snapped no. immediately.
0: Billy. like no and, not even snapped it literally just went jelly
1: yeah so it snapped and it's very nsfw but very gruesome injury so you know prayers up to chris weidman he's gonna hopefully bounce back really uh consider a bit quickly
0: prayers up for chris weidman really really gruesome injury So we're gonna jump right in though and we're gonna start our first little segment of the day, our first little bit of the meat and potatoes. Now, we're gonna do one of those games where you have a certain dollar amount and you have to create your dream starting lineup. Now, for everybody listening, we're gonna post the guide and the roster that we're using on our Twitter. So if you are driving, Do not look at it, but if you are at home or at work, feel free to just pull it up in an extra tab online and follow along. Make your own roster, share it with us on Twitter, and we can have a little bit of fun. Let us know whose roster you think is better. So we're going to start that. We have $15 to create a lineup, and each player on the roster is a different dollar amount, and we can't go over, but we can spend under. Shreyas, do you have yours ready?
1: I was just gonna, I was just gonna do it on the fly, pretty quickly. Okay, So let's do it. I, you let's. know, I just want—I didn't take too big of a look at it, so you know, this is just kind of my raw reaction to to this little game here. I've seen, I've seen people do this on Bleacher Report's YouTube channel a lot. Like, you know, I've seen like Charles Barkley and and Magic and 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 people like that legends come in and try to do the you got the fifteen dollars thing. So I'm gonna just try it off the cuff. So. I'm looking at, I want to get $5 out of the way to start, right? Because I don't want, I don't want to be, you know, I, I wouldn't you're, say, I wouldn't say your
0: top player down. Yeah. yeah who, well, who's I, I, your top player. And also, so just for everybody listening, we're going to put this on our Twitter as a frame of reference. Hopefully this is less about like the game and actually about like who we pick. Um, yeah. So just again, if you are listening in your car right now, um, make sure you're buckled up, drive safe. If you are listening at home, <laughs> if you are listening in your office, um, if you just yeah, we'll put this on our Twitter so you can look at it, follow along, and play along, and let us know which teams you guys have as well. All right, keep going, Trey.
1: Yeah. So first off the bat, I want to get Luca. I think.
0: Damn and that's what I was going to do too.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you you still can. We can't
0: have but... the same players.
1: <laughs> I think. I think Luca is. If you want if you want to start a team and I'm looking at all the five dollar five dollar players, you start with you start with Luca of those five. That's just generational talent. It's a, it's a guy that really knows the game in and out. So Luca to start. Now what I'm looking is do I want to go, you know, more top level and then, you know, look into, you know, these two and one dollar players as you know, kind of that steel, like steel of my of my drafting ability, because you know these are all amazing players. And just for a frame right. of reference, too, the five dollar players of I of the you know choice I had was Luca, Jason Tatum, Zion, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell. So yeah. I picked Luca of that bunch. If I was gonna go next, I really want somebody that is versatile in the way they play but isn't a ball handler because I know Luka's going to be ball dominant. Yeah. To me, that's Jalen Brown. Jalen has learned that he doesn't have to have the ball to make an impact, and he doesn't need a high usage to score a lot.
0: Well, some people would argue that Jalen Brown is part of the black hole gang in which he plays basketball, and all he wants to do is run ISO, and if the ball isn't running through him, he's much less
1: effective. I think. I think that's less the case with him and more the case with Tatum. If I look at if I look if I look at how Brown plays, I think he he does run ISOs a lot. But I think he picks his spots more often in like when he posts up and he's really become more adept to shooting the mid-range and he's really practiced that pull up mid-range game and I I, it's to a point where I expect it to be a good shot if he's shooting the mid-range. And then In terms of why I would pick him is his ability to play in transition has really expanded. He doesn't, you know, try to use the glass awkwardly to, you know, avoid getting blocked. He has the elevation to get it up there. I think him and Luca being a a really good half-court player and Brown working the transition, I think that would be a good match. So I'm going to go, so that's $9 right there. So I got six left. So if I got six left... For a third player in my starting five, I think I'm going to go to the $3 section of players, which is oh, wow. Jamal, Jamal Murray, SGA, Sabonis, Bam Adebayo, and De'aron De'Aaron Fox. Fox. And I'm going to pick Bam Adebayo. I need a big man. I need yeah. a guy that's, that's willing to play yep. power forward or center. Yup. That's the guy. I think every, I think he's the most versatile of the big men. I think I love Sabonis. And he is so underrated for, I guess, how he plays his game. He plays to his back to the basket. He's working for offensive rebounds. He's just like, he cleans up aisles all day. Right. Such a good rebounder. But Bam, if I'm looking for athleticism and if I'm looking for somebody that you know he's getting back on defense, and you know he's going to take the defensive challenges every week, every day. Uh, I'm picking Bam Adebayo, so and I've paid twelve dollars to the to the to House the basketball of
0: House of Highlights basketball Basket- roster God.
1: Yes, yes, but I'm going to go to the two dollar uh, section of players, and I'm going to pick Michael Porter Jr. I just love the way Michael. I, I just love the way MPJ plays. I think he finally got a chance with, you know, just getting more minutes and getting yeah. Michael more. I need more shots. More.
0: The, the, the audacity, the balls on that man for saying I need more shots. Right. But then he got more shots, and then he stepped the hell up. So he stepped
1: up in the bubble. Yeah,
0: yeah. Good for and him. Really, good for good for him for knowing his worth. That's on you, King. Keep it right. up.
1: Right. And he's, he's, uh, what, so he's had a couple bouts like of injury or, you know, he had the COVID thing. So like, he's, he hasn't had like a full season in a sense. So we still don't know how he is over a, like a full, maybe like 70 games type of thing. But do you
0: doubt, but do you doubt,
1: but I don't doubt anymore. It's what I'm saying is I think I have enough to know that he's going to be like a 40% three point shooter he needs to work being a consistent rebounder, which which is why I think it makes sense that he's in like the two dollar because even though we know more about him than say, like we know more, we know more about him now. But I think he still needs to work on his game being more consistently being a defensive rebounder, you know, staying out getting getting boards. You should be getting boards if you're six, ten, six, eleven. And right. And I think just like, you know, consistently playing his defensive assignments. So he's a great offensive player. We know that now. We know that he can average 18, 19 points a game if given the minutes. But I think he needs to work at being a better two-way player. But I'll take him for for his offense, considering I have Bam and Jalen Brown, who are uh, pretty good to really good defensive players, and they'll keep their assignments pretty well. So I'm going MPJ with two. So I got a buck left. I got to pick between Lonzo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Miles Turner, Michael Bridges, and Tyler Hero. I got to go center here, and I'm gonna go Miles Turner because that's perfect. So if I get Bam to play power forward, which I think it makes more sense for Bam to play a, a position that you know doesn't have to stay in the paint as often, that can switch. He can switch Wait, assignments. You Miles Turner. So. I think I want to. I want to. I want to keep Bam in this more versatile defensive position. Like when we're on defense, I want him switching. I don't want him to stay in the paint for too long and wait for blocks and stuff. I think he's a great on-ball defender, so I don't want to waste any of that ability. But then Miles Turner is an amazing paint stuffer. You know, averaging more than three blocks a game this year. His offensive game needs work, but. When he's called upon to hit the occasional three, he has that in him. He just a dominant defensive player, so you know all, he's going to be in the MV, uh, defensive player of the year conversation this year, as he should be. So, yeah. so that's my team. So I'm going to go, uh, Luca, John Brown, Bam bio, MPJ, Miles Turner. I'm right, Max. It's your turn.
0: Well, Treas, you know you took. Ah, oh, you just took everything that I was trying to do. So, well, actually, I'm actually interested in that too because I had a very similar team. So, I I, I basically made two teams. So, while you were talking, I was over here scribbling away at my notes, yeah. trying to figure out. I was like, I was also tr- struggling with simple math as well. I was like, eh, what is <laughs> <that>? <laughs> one plus four? What is that equal? How much There's money about this? Yes, number one is Luca. If you're gonna look at everybody who you listed off in that five dollars slot who are you going to better build a team around, right? Sorry. It's not that they're not be- talented players. And actually, for me, a close second would probably be Donovan Mitchell, but I think that he fits yeah, so know. well in this jazz system where the ball is always moving and unselfish, and if he needs to take over, his teammate will tr- his teammates will trust him to do that. I don't think you can have that with every team. Right. Not every team is going to work like the Utah Jazz work. So right. he was a close second for me in terms of talent and team building. But Luca is number one. Okay, I picked Bam second. Just when I looked at it, I was like, I want Bam bio on my team. For yeah, the exact and- same reasons that you said. I mean, what what is there not to like? He he's had an emergence where he has just become a great basketball player. He has. I was looking through the NBA highlights this morning or last night, and again, he had crazy dunks where he just finishes right over people. So the raw athleticism is always there, and we've talked about him before. He's just a great player. So I would like him. And, like you said, he's versatile enough where he can play the four and the five. but he can also he's also pretty quick on his feet, too. So if he needs right. to guard, well, I mean, you saw too in the playoffs last year, that block on Tatum, one of the most impressive blocks I've ever seen.
1: yeah, his ability to to make up ground is what I really like in a defensive player, especially someone at his size. He runs really well exactly and exactly. and and if he's playing offense too he's the the one thing i don't like is if you're a big man and you have some sort of athletic ability but you don't get back on offense yeah. too like you're not yeah, running, yeah, yeah. you're not yeah, yeah. you're not rim running to to get you know spacing around you you're just trying to trail and you know maybe hit the occasional three or you know stay for the pick and roll like i want you right to run if you can first to the paint suck the defense in and if it allows some sort of kick out like immediately to get a three-point shot great if not all right let's we're in a half court now now you can come up set a pick if needed like i don't right, want like this right like, right right immediate three business from your <laughs> from your center <laughs> your power forward right okay so those, those those are your first two
0: so those are my first two is luca and bam yeah. uh, i originally went with sga and mpj but i changed it up i went now with Brandon Ingram. Okay. Some might say he's an interesting take, but in terms of a skill set in somebody who you can put at the two, three, or four, if you want scoring, I mean, that's what he's going to give you. He's going to give you scoring and he's long enough to bother people on defense. Yes. Especially with Luca at the helm. I feel comfortable having Ingram on the team. I feel like Luca would make Ingram better. Now you have if if you're trying to attack the paint, right? You have Bam and Ingram in the paint, so that already is enough. You're like, okay, that's a pretty like long, tall team. So that's that's what I'm looking for as well to continue the the trend of height. Uh, I have Lamelo Ball as my next one.
1: Now, interesting. Yeah, I like that too.
0: This is I because, was considering
1: Lamelo, but like I was I was wondering because when you have Luca,
0: yes, no, I thought about this. I thought about this, yeah, but when you okay. have two talented playmakers. Right, I don't think that you can do wrong.
1: I agree with that. Yeah, like you think, so now, Hard, you think Harden and Kyrie, like those two are have worked together when they've played together.
0: Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. And it, it, it takes now you have the now you have two threats, just utter threats who can do whatever you need them to do on the floor. Right. So if the ball goes to Luca, you're tied up on Luca. Now Lamelo running a route. What are you going to do? Or you, like I said, you even have Brandon Ingram running a route around that. What are you going to do? Or you just have both of those guys, right? Luca's running the ball, and you have Ingram and mellow post up for three. Yeah. What are you going to do? If you sag I... off, because Luca, Luca, and Bam will tear you apart in the paint. Yeah. So now you have these guys chilling on the perimeter. What are you going to do? And that brings me to my fifth one, which, like you did, pick, I picked Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he's a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. He's very tall. He's great at blocking shots. So that was my thing, is now my paint defense is all of these just tall people who can move their feet, guard at the very worst decently well, but they're all just big. And they can all run, too. They can all run and run the floor. So I like, well, I actually, one of my favorite parts of basketball is like transition plays and transition scoring so you have this for days too. We've seen LaMelo Ball turn into a very good transition scorer. So, yes. I mean, I I think you take these five combined. That's a pretty good team. And they're all young too. That's mm-hmm. the other thing.
1: I think I think another underrated part about a lineup having Ingram. And I want to talk about this when when you picked him was he's an amazing free throw shooter. Yeah. So, consider so when you have someone of that height like he's like six ten, right? He's incredibly long arm. so he has the ability to play defense. He doesn't play as much defense as I would want him to. Like I would wish considering his length, he would block more shots and, you know, get more steals as I know we counting stats isn't necessary usefulness when you're talking about if you're a good defensive player or not. It's just about, you know, can you stay on the ball or track down your man when needed. But I think having someone with his length that could that will continue to get better defensively, but also be an incredible free throw shooter, so you can keep him on the floor late in games, is huge.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, we've seen I've seen Ingram in the clutch a number of times. Yes, I've seen Luca in the clutch a number of times. I've seen Bam Adebayo in the clutch a couple times. Mm -hmm. Lamelo, of course, he's new to the league, but that's that's somebody who. It's not even buying that low. His stock is already high. People are already high on Lamelo Ball, and for good reason. Without his injury, Rookie of the Year, easy. Mm. This year, I, I agree with that.
1: I agree with that. I think. He, I think he. He's. I think he's probably going to win with the injury. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Edwards at this point, just because of the games played. But right, there's a part right. of me that. a part of me that it's it feels almost Ben Simmons ish that he'll get it even though he didn't play the the he's not in like technically didn't play all the games when didn't they didn't play. give it
0: to Donovan Mitchell but they gave it to Ben Simmons yeah that was ridiculous to me. That was ridiculous. I, I
1: know that was more of like a "is he eligible" type of thing. Like, is Ben Simmons really a rookie because he missed his first, like that type of thing. Like, but I feel like the technicality will play in the favor of Lamelo, and I wouldn't be surprised if he still won even though he missed at the end of the like month.
0: And he's cleared for non-contact drills, which is very exciting.
1: Yeah, I want to see him back. On, uh, see him back on the court. I, he's just fun to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, I agree. Okay, well, so. I I, I,
1: I do have I do have a quick one. I made one. I was trying to do like kind of this like okay, we get like a Luca is gonna be picked every time, blah blah blah. Right. So I was thinking like if I weren't gonna pick Luca, how would I wanna build a team? And I want to run this down quickly. Okay. And I was thinking I pick Booker as a five dollar player. Okay. I pick Ben Simmons as my three dollar player. So you have your your you know passer, Booker can play off the ball, and Ben Simmons will post up if needed. I have. I'm gonna pick another full, uh, and then I'm gonna pick Jamal Murray as a three dollar player. Okay. MPJ is a two dollar player. Okay. And then Turner as a one dollar player. So you're so, swapping.
0: So you're swapping Luca and Bam for Simmons and D Book. I can see yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and, and and I think running an offense with Ben and Murray and a uh, Ben and Murray and Booker. I think you have a lot of shooting there. You don't need Ben to score. You don't need him to shoot at all, basically. No, starting lineup. yeah,
0: you do. Yeah, you do.
1: And then you still get your defense with Turner. So I was like, all right. Mm. If Luka and Bam are going to be picked all the time just because of they have the they have the household value and you know what they bring to a team, it's obvious. How do you want to build a team if those players weren't on the board? And I was like, all right. I think Ben Simmons is is an exceptional defensive player and
0: yeah, his steals and in in his also ability to run the floor, I think, because I, he's yeah,
1: yeah, yep. his willingness to pass. Like he, you don't need him to score all the time. Obviously, the 76ers yep. don't need to to score because they're first in the in the Eastern Conference, and he's he's just working on. Actually, actually, it's
0: actually
1: Shreis. Um, I don't
0: want to fact check you, but they actually fell to number two as of yesterday uh, after their uh, second subsequent loss to the Bucks. So oh, uh, therefore no. the Nets are now the number one seed. <laughs> so I just wanted to uh, let you know.
1: What if it by a half game or something?
0: Yeah, it's like very tight. <laughs> I think Philly will end up getting back up there. Maybe though, I don't know. Kevin Durant's coming back, so.
1: Yeah, regardless, they're going to be a top two team. Ben Simmons scoring like 12 points a game. So you know his defense and his ability to facilitate is it can be needed if you have other scores around him, other another dominant force around him uh as a scorer. And I think Booker and Murray just combined can can would be able to do that from the scoring perspective. So I wanted to put that out there. It's like a, a non Luca Bam option.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that. Actually one thing too I think I don't know if we mentioned this just about Miles Turner is that he can also stretch the floor.
1: Yes, his ability to his ability to hit the occasional three. I wish he was a better scorer, considering
0: Just in general, like inside as well.
1: Yes. Like yeah, he he's his scoring is so inconsistent. Like you don't know what you're gonna get from him on the offensive end. Like, there's some games where he'll hit like five threes and you'll be like, Wow, Miles Turner just has unlimited potential. And then there'll be right. other games where he got like, like, four, eight. like
0: huh. four
1: points, and you know, he's missed five threes because <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's just like, I want him to be a better post offensive player and not depend on being that stretch five all the time. And I think that's something that Joel Embiid has learned. So if he kind of takes something out of Joel Embiid's book and bullies himself into a bunch of free throws, I think he'll it'll be better off for him. So
0: Joel Embiid gets every just about every single call I watch him. I watch teams because you know that at this point you have to double him a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, I watch teams that'll go down to double him, like on his, you know, in that like sort of short quarter area. Yeah, and he'll literally like they'll both be straight up, and he'll like just turn it away, and he'll get the call. And I'm like,
1: okay, yeah, it, yeah. It can get it can get a little bit unruly with how he gets his call. Like I've seen him shoot twenty free throw games and stuff. It's become common at this point that he gets at least 12 to 13 free throws a game insane but yeah as you said when he gets doubled I think he's he's he gets a little bit panicky sometimes especially in the clutch when he gets doubled so that's something he's got to work on but I think he he now knows he has to you know kick out really fast or move away from the double really fast because there's been times though where I've seen him they double really fast and his ball the ball is still in his hand and he you know dribbles it off himself in the on the baseline right. or right and you just like frustrated with Embiid cuz you're like you need to make a move quicker cuz you know they're going to come at some point so you just right. gotta, his anticipation skills have to be there so i think that that's something he's got to change but if miles turner can get into the paint a little more and maybe you know he's a great free throw shooter i'm pretty sure he's close to an 80% free throw shooter for for the first center I'm that's impressive so right if he can do that a little more, I think he it'll solve a little bit, to, bit of a scoring drought that he gets into. And it'll just make him a better overall player. Because the defense has gone down pat. I think I, I agree with that. It's tougher to learn defense. If you can you, you can, anyone can not anyone, but like it is historically it's easier okay, I, I don't want to put No, this I disagree. The box. I
0: disagree with that, actually. I disagree with that. You think, I think... You,
1: you think it's harder, you think it's easier to learn defense than it is offense?
0: Yeah, I do. I think uh, I think there's like there's like five things that if you if you do them every single time, then you will be a good defender. Now, I've never played professional basketball, and I understand that when you get to the point of people who are so so fast and so strong, it changes a little bit. But I'll, I'll give you the list. I, you know, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to ruminate upon it. I'm going to marinate. Yeah. It. I'm going to baste. I'm gonna come back to you because I believe that there's it's like four or five things that if you do every single time, you can be a a good, at least a good defender. I think.
1: Well, I think I think if well, okay, yes, to be a good defender from an offensive player, that's fine. I think it is tougher to be a great offensive player and then try to become a great defender. But I think it is to me, more reasonable that you're a great defensive player and learn to play b- adequate to great offense. And I think the oh. consummate, the consummate, um, I guess, professional in that sense, and that's the prototype for what I think of that type of player, is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler came in, you know, defensive like, first, defensive first, first, averaging yeah. like, you know, single digits for a couple of years. And then when he got the team and he worked on his offense for offseason after offseason, he became a 20-point-per-game scorer, and he has not yet let up on being a great offense on-ball defender. So I think it's one of those things where it's tougher to teach defensive instinct, but I think people can learn offensive instinct just because the offense is so prevalent in today's game. They they want people to score. So you have a lot more to work with in terms of, who you want to play like and stuff but there's not a lot of the the patrick Beverley's and the the kawai's and the jimmy butler's there's a couple like you can't name a lot of pure defenders in this league but you smart. can name a lot Arcus of smart yeah, Marcus, Marcus Smart. I'm so sorry, Marcus.
0: Stop shooting, Marcus, please. <laughs> okay. You can't.
1: No, okay. You know, okay. okay I can't, can agree with that. You can't name you can't name a lot of pure defenders, mm. but you can name a lot of pure offensive players. Okay, there's I with more, the way that, that you phrase it, cool.
0: I can agree with that. No, yeah, Shrey, I, I I can I can agree with what with how you said that. But I'm still gonna come up with the list.
1: Okay. Because oh, I think I there's like five it.
0: things because as a amateur player myself. Mm. I feel like I'm I'm always defense first. There's one thing that I can do. Like, I, I make a lot of mistakes on offense. I'm not great at shooting. I can, you know, kind of take it inside if I have the right team, if we have, like, the right whatever. If people trust me with the ball, then, like, right. the trust from teammates is big. Anyway, Huge. but, like, defense first in that, I just think there's things. As long as you – I'll come up with a list. Anyway, okay. Right. Moving on. Moving on. Treas asked a very great question last week or two weeks ago. And the question was, which Boston sport do you think is going to be the first to win the championship? Yeah. That's a good question. So just for everybody who is not from the Boston area, there are four major Boston sports teams. We have the Boston Celtics for basketball, the New England Patriots for the NFL and football. We have the Boston Bruins for hockey, and we have the Boston Red Sox for baseball. Yep. Ah, that's a tough question, to be completely honest. I want to hear your take first.
1: Okay. So immediately when I, when I thought of this question last week, I was thinking about what it takes to win a championship in each sport at this, current, at this current time. And I think if I were to rank them, right, not just start off with picking who I think, but if I were to rank them, I, at the bottom of the list, to me, would be the Boston Celtics. I think I agree with that. I think as, as currently stated, as so as currently situated and how the how the league has progressed into this superstar dominant the the league goes where the stars go and the teams rank their order based on where the stars are. In a in a sense as long as they're healthy. I think the Celtics are missing the, the veteran star, the veteran superstar that is needed to put someone over the hunch. Not I'm saying it can't be done because you've seen...
0: We like... don't. There's so many problems with the Celtics team and they're sitting pretty at six seed right now with a high risk of falling to seven. And remember at the beginning of our show, at the beginning of the year, I said the Celtics are going to be a six seed. I'm impressed you that did. they have held... Because everybody's like, oh, they're going to be better than that. No, they are not. Mm -hmm. The coaching system doesn't work. You just brought in a bunch of guys. Finally, they're healthy today, and we lose by 25 to the Charlotte Hornets, who I will give credit to. They play a rough-and-tumble, fast-paced, transition-focused style of basketball. They got hot really early, and they hit just about every single one of their shots. That doesn't mean that we can't compete. It's a lack of energy. It's a lack of role players understanding their role. It's a lack of role players not even understanding. It's a role players fulfilling their role. If you have Semi Ogilvy, a guy who is designated 3 and D, but he cannot hit an open <laughs> 3 for his life, goodbye. People say that he's a good defender. In over 800 minutes played, guess how many steals he has? 11. Guess how many blocks he has? Zero.
1: No, no, not even one?
0: Zero. He doesn't have a single block? Does not have a single block. So for this quote-unquote good defender, and everybody is like, oh, he's a Giannis stopper. No, that should not consume a roster spot for you to not, in really not, stop one player. Oh, he's a LeBron stopper. Mm, he's strong enough to the point where he can't be really bullied by these right. players. He's not strong enough for Joel Embiid. That's for sure. So... Right.
1: And also strength. Don't...
0: Oh, strength, no. yeah, isn't go. Stre-
1: strength isn't a, a, a substitute for like defensive ability and instinct.
0: And he has like, zero you know, offensive skill.
1: Yeah. So you can't just be like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger is not going to be a great basketball player because he, has, he doesn't know how to play basketball. You
0: know right. what I mean? So it's just like,
1: you can't but, just but look if he, if strong. Play but play defense,
0: yeah. right. If Arnold Schwarzenegger knew how to play like just basic defense, I'm sure in his prime, he would hold his own against like a Giannis. <laughs> right? Just trying to back them down. Like, all you got to do is just shift your feet, shift your weight, keep your hands wide. Right. I, 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 now we have these I, I, other, like guess, we, yeah. we bring in, we bring in like Luke Cornette, who's like a stretch five, who is not the most talented player, but he can make an impact. We bring in Jabari Parker, who I have really, really liked. And then we bring in Fournier, who you would think would make an impact. But Brian Scalabrini today was like, well, I, I don't know if these guys are really figuring out our system. And here's the thing. They have enough talent where you got to realize that it's our system that needs to change
1: Mm, that's facts that's honestly true
0: i agree with you trace they are the least poised and i told myself i said i wasn't going to get riled up i wasn't going to go off on a big 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 (laughs) tangent but here i am i have my i have my pen in hand i'm about to squeeze the crap out of it it's about a break (laughs) i'm not stressed i'm fine (laughs) who do you think is the next team okay i'm done i'm done talking about this. just we're not it's just not working just nothing is like yes, Tatum dropped a career high of 53, but you can't put it on one guy. And then today, yeah. when I saw him just not go to his shots, like I saw him, I saw him literally do the move to go to his sidestep three. And he like pump faked and then just like didn't shoot it.
1: Just so he like, did Tatum. every so he did his normal Tatum esque sidestep and then
0: And then just decided, didn't shoot it.
1: Decided not to go through with it. He just aborted mission. Yeah, and
0: we turned the we turn the ball over all the time. Our defense, too, is Abhorrent! It's so bad that the, the yeah. our three defenses actually turned into some of the worst in the league, and that's shocking because used when be the, you thought, used to be one of the
1: best. It yes,
0: always, we were top five Brad, last year. Well,
1: do you remember? The, do you remember the Brad teams that had like Marcus Morris, and we had Smart, and yes, yeah, they were just like Avery Bradley, and we had like gritty Al Horford. Like we had like gritty teams yep. that were like top defenses, and I, I don't know if it's just like a testament to. Those players, or that Brad is really good at getting the best out defensively and offensively. Out, out
0: of, of scrubs, yeah.
1: Out of out of yeah. Well, I wouldn't call those players scrubs. No, not call, scrubs.
0: Yeah, for lack of a better word, not non superstars.
1: Yes, yeah, so just like role players, like just guys that on a on a superstar rating yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. team, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would be a seventh, eighth, ninth man. But they're starting on this team, and they are exceeding expectations. So Brad can do the best with that type of team but with a team when you have you know these growing star egos and roles changing from Tatum being the the second third option scoring 13 to 14 points a game 16 points a game to 25 27 now is kind of like feeling himself because he's an all-star two times in a row Jalen Brown right. is and all like you know when you have that you need a guy that can work with that type of that type those type of egos and you know show them that they are amazing in what they do but that they still have a long ways to go to to be a championship team and it hasn't worked so far so I remember those defenses that were like amazing and you love to watch the old like the 2016 2017 2018 Celtics defenses and now you look at them and you know people forget who they're guarding? No, no one. No one rotates. There's they just watch. I watched Kenny Martin
0: literally just run down the like. Like he, he they were coming in transition. Uh, he had the ball, or not? Not Kenny Martin. Sorry, Cody Kenny, Martin.
1: Cody Martin. Yeah.
0: And he just. Um, he just. He went literally just the dunk. They, yeah. Just went for yeah. a, like literally just wide open. They just gave it to him because they couldn't communicate on who was guarding him.
1: And it's so easy for someone to beat this team because ball. All they say have, ball.
0: Just go get the ball. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. All they have to do is drive and kick, and it somehow we get confused about rotating on, on kicks, because there's always a wide open three when someone kicks the ball up, and I'm like, why are we leaving, PJ Washington open like with no one in front of him, like no one, like okay, fine, if you have a hand up, like if he makes a shot, whatever, but if no one's in front right. of him, because yep. you all sucked in because Cody Martin went for you know <laughs> went into the paint, like that's <laughs> not good. So that's a very long-winded statement of saying yes. I I think we both agree that of the four major Boston sports teams, the Celtics are dog
0: the- dookie. Celtics are dog dookie. Who would you Celtics say is Celtics. second from the bottom?
1: I think, as of right now, socks. I would say yeah. I would say the I would say the Boston Red Sox, and it's it's honestly for me it was a bit of a toss-up between I'll I'll, I'll save it, but the reason. I would say the Sox right now is you you're coming off, you're coming off a team two years ago that looked like they were going to repeat. Like they had the, like in 2019, if you had told me like we have Mookie Betts, Benintendi, Bogarts, and our pitching, we still had Chris Sale and Evaldi. And, you know, we had, we had like real studs on our pitching staff and we had some, real heavy hitters we had star talent at basically in all cylinders we we had we had devers to like young devers right and he was still gonna grow i would be like yeah like but this is like you know the next five six years for us like whereas we won in 2018 2019 i was like i i felt kind of confident but i also felt the red sox getting confident and i was like uh like, you could tell, like, when Cora, Cora was talking about the team in 2019, he was, like, in spring training, he was like, yeah, like, you know, it's just spring training, you know. We just came off the cha- – we just won a championship. Like, if you're talking about the championship you just won
0: – From from last year, yeah.
1: It gets shaky in the eyes of fans because you're like, uh, guys, like, the season's starting. Like, maybe you should talk about right. the next one. Like, you know what I mean? And so – and that led to the demise of the last season, the, the 2019 season. And then you lose Mookie. I miss right? Mookie. Then you lose Mookie. Then you lose uh, Ben Benintendi. Then Chris, and, and in the middle of that, Chris Sale, you know, has to get surgery. He has to get Tommy John, right? So, like, you have all these things going. It looks like everything is going wrong. And then you have a new GM, right? So Dombrowski gutted the system to get you know the big guys like the David Prices and you know, like all those people right, he got it he got it this he got at the farm. So now you're like okay we have no guys coming in of our our minor league system. So he's got to get some pieces, and he's got to you know find people off the the bargain bin basically that can maybe become role players. So he gets the this year he gets the Kike and Hernandezes and the. And the Marwin Gonzalez's and, and and you know people of that people of that nature like just utility role players that have on different teams. Originally, I thought, man, I'd like to put them up because baseball is one of those sports that if you get hot at the end of the season, anyone can win. It's one of those things where it's like any anyway, like you just have to get hot, even though it's seven game series and you know, like it's still like it's a long way when you're when you're in the playoff line and there's like 162 games if you can show that you're you know either becoming unhittable or you can hit with the best of them for a certain amount of time especially towards the end that could be enough to spur you to uh to some sort of run in the playoffs and it's just right, one of those sports right, like right. that so i wanted to put them high because i've i see promise with this team based on what Hein Bloom has kind of done. I need more. I need to see more in terms of talent acquisition from him. But I love like Alex Verdugo and how he's playing. I love Jenny Martinez is back in it and just kind of his head's in the right place. Endeavors is playing well, and you know the Kike Hernandez is and the Marlon Gonzalez have worked so far. It's just the pitching. I think the pitching has been a huge disappointment in the past, and it's always like we start off well, but if you're if one injury goes then it kind of we get burnt toast at the end. Like there's not a lot to work with if right, the, right. if like if goes down. I think because of all of that, I think the Red Sox don't have enough just yet to to be put up into like the first or second position. But it's more promising than the than the Boston Celtics because I like the young guys.
0: I'd say I'm just gonna guess. I'm gonna say probably you're gonna put Pat's and then Bruins. You think
1: Pats first, Bruins second? Is that what you're thinking?
0: No. No, Pats second, Bruins first.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I like. think
0: I think the Bruins are the best poised to cuz like we talked about last week or 2 weeks ago uh, yeah. with just how they've been playing and how they the trade too.
1: Yeah. I think I think the hockey is what, hockey is the the sport. Like I talked about it with baseball, but hockey is the sport is if you get hot you can be anybody, you and it's all in you. Go the way your goalie goes. So if your goalie is standing on his head and and like gets hot in April and and May and like that's that's it. Like it's it's gonna be tough because that's your only way to score if you're the opposition. Like if your goalie is is just in a zone right now, that's really that's really the um, the reason for a lot of your success. Obviously the offense, but you don't want to give up a goal because it's harder to score in hockey. So I love that even though Tuka can play well, and I want him for as long as A, the price is right, and B, he's willing to stay here at that certain price.
0: The price is (laughs) wrong.
1: Like he could ask for, you know. $300
0: million, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, hockey contracts aren't that big, but he could ask for like six, seven million a year. And I wouldn't be willing to pay that type of price at this point in his career. But knowing that in the backlog, you have a Swayman and a Vladar, and you know you've seen them shine in spots. Having knowing that, like and if in the case, Rask were to go down this year or in the future, and Swayman can get more experience this year by playing games on Rask off days, I think, he could be one of these guys that could get hot or Ras could get hot and you just need some sort of regular offense from this team that type of team could you know you just need one click and they could be in the in the stanley Cup finals like that's all you that's all you need it's not that easy but i i could see that happening oh it's
0: not team. i i thought it <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not as easy as me just snapping my fingers No.
0: and we're back to title town
1: <laughs> yeah but okay
0: no i that, that's yeah, fair that's i a, can uh yeah I, I mean i agree i think i you know in in the, in the the pats uh i think everything is dependent on how we look this year because if we don't do well after this year i just i don't know what like we we basically put all of our all of our Chips out gotcha. on the table, and we said, all yeah. in this year, we're going to try. Oh, dude, just I wish we didn't have Cam Newton.
1: Yes, so that that to me is why I put him in second, is because at the most important position on the field... We just, you, he's we a guy
0: the, who's just not doing it.
1: We are the, we are the worst at it. He was, uh, Cam Newton, for all intents and purposes, was the 30th-ranked quarterback in the league last year. Yeah, so, he's just
0: not doing it. You
1: know what I mean? Like If everything around you is great, but the quarterback is the thing that in the in a passing league, you need to have... A great to exceptional passer to win in this league. The, all the pieces could be there: the Hunter Henrys and the John o. Smiths. But if Cam Newton can't throw them the ball, what's the point? Right. So right. I need to see Bill Belichick ha- draft or bring in a quarterback that has in, like a considerable uh, a considerable amount of promise before I can put them above the Boston Bruins.
0: Yep. I agree That's with that. I okay. I agree I with need. your powering. So it's so from the yeah. top down now, it's the it's the Bruins, pa- Patriots, <laughs> Bruins, <Patrick>. Patriots. <laughs> Red Sox, Celtics.
1: Yeah. Okay. How, how are you how are you liking it? Do you think you agree with that?
0: No, I agree with that. I think uh, it just especially again, just Celtics. I just in this league, there's no like we're gonna be mediocre at best in the playoffs, and I don't think we're gonna get anything done. I don't think we're gonna get anything done under Brad Stevens. I really don't um seems like a nice guy i don't think he really understands what you need to do in this new age of basketball i Mm -hmm. I don't i don't think he knows how to coach superstars uh i think i saw a couple comments where people are like i think tatum thinks that he's better than everybody on the court but uh it's a team game and you just can't do it by yourself you just can't it's not possible I mean, right. We saw, you know, everybody talks about LeBron. We saw LeBron in what was it, 2018, when he went to the Lakers that first year, mm-hmm. and they were terrible. Yeah, because he had he didn't have the right assets.
1: He didn't have the there right assets. And then, and then also the the right, I guess, in a sense, he 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 kind of knew what was going to happen in the future because he was going to you know finesse Anthony Davis <laughs> into the into his team. Right. Oh, so, I like, you're a free
0: agent. Oh well, <laughs> oh, may, wow. I, may I interest you in some? Uh, <laughs> oh well, may I, championship.
1: May I, may I get a? a a nice, healthy trade for you, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I think I think it's all about attitude and just being a willing team player. And you may have all the talent in the world, and they may need you to score, but that's not the only thing. So I think with Tatum and Brown, they have a little bit of a uh, an ego. It may it may not look like that from like the outside; they may be very happy-go-lucky, but on the court. There's something needs to change in the composition of the team, that player-wise. So it may not. It's obviously not those two, Tatum and Brown, but something else needs to change with the composition of the team. Danny Ainge needs to figure that out. And I think the the coach is getting to a point where he's just become a backseat passenger to whether they are winning or whether they are losing. Like I don't think he's affecting when they go on five-game winning streaks, but I don't think he's doing enough when they are going on three or four game losing streaks. He's just there.
0: He's he's just just there.
1: there. Yeah. So I think that's what it's come down to.
0: I agree with that. All right. Shreyas, take us home. Give us the fact of the week. It's time for Shreyas' fact of the week.
1: Yeah. So my fact of the week today, Max, is I found out I was today years old. Okay, when I found out that hippos actually make bright pink milk. That looks kind of like, it, it looks like strawberry milk, but it's not strawberry milk. They, there are no strawberry hippos.
0: But so milk comes from see... regular cows. Chocolate milk comes from brown cows and strawberry milk comes from hippos.
1: <laughs> Isn't that insane? I, I look up, look up a picture quickly. Of
0: I just did. What?
1: Milk. Yeah, it is actually It's pink. literally pink. It looks like, um, well, uh, it looks like good. It looks like Nesquik. It looks yeah. good. It, it looks like Nesquik. So just a quick, quick fact I found about it. So the, the the reason they secrete the milk as a pink color is because of just a combination of two acids that are in their, I guess, milk secretions. I don't know the hippo anatomy. I'm sorry, folks, but just how they secrete the milk. It's just a combination of two acids. And one of the acids is like a reddish color and it's called blood sweat but it's neither blood yeah. or sweat they just call it that i guess because it's you're sweating it out and it's a red color so it's just like i guess the easiest more layman's term way of 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 talking about it and because of that that you know gets it this like reddish tint and then you dilute it a little bit, and it becomes pink, and it looks like it looks like strawberry milk. But it does, it does. Calling it blood sweat does take the the fantasy of it being strawberry out of
0: it. It I doesn't sound as good. Wow, this is uh, hippos are high key kind of cute. They're uh, they're a cute animal, but they will ruin your day. They, they will, crush they, watermelons.
1: Oh, they're pretty. They're pretty vicious. Yeah, I think they have like tons and tons of uh, just leverage in their jaw like they can... oh i would
0: not oh god you you get your head in it the... oh dude you're done, you're
1: done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure if they could like like i don't know crunch a car your head is probably yeah i'd
0: say easy. it's safe to pretty, say that you're probably dead
1: yeah pretty easy for them
0: <laughs> okay yeah, they're,
1: they're a dangerous animal man. hippo
0: all right Well, you have been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Tres. And we will see you next time. Peace.